For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created, the simple and effective way to lose weight. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. It's Friday the 7th of July. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Dan McHugh, joined by... Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker. How you doing, mate? I'm well, mate. I'm well. I'm excited for the weekend. I'm having some people over, having a little housewarming uh, for my new place. In the beautiful suburb of Paddington in Brisbane, mate, right uh, just up the road from Suncorp Stadium, the hallowed ground of Lang Park. I'm excited for you. What, what's happening at the party? Have you set out a menu or something? Is that what's- uh, To be honest, you know what? Like, I'm actually, I get nervous when I invite people over. Cause it's cause you're always yeah. like oh, I hope people come so I'm in that I'm in yes. that kind of phase at the moment I'm not cooking it's an afternoon sesh so it's like you assume everyone's already eaten and you know what else is the weird thing is like you because you, you it's the meshing of all your friendship circles yes so you're like I've got mates that have kids that have like I'm not gonna lie in one of the messages was like yeah the three of us are coming and I turned to my girlfriend I was like does that mean he's bringing the kid. Because like the other half of the party are all comedians and stuff. Uh, why don't you just tell him it's a no kid zone? I feel bad. I don't think you're a don't parent. Is it bad for me to be like, no. mate, actually, can you leave the kid at home? No. That seems a bit rude. No, it's not rude at all. Oh, I was just going to say, oh, I was going to do it a different way. Hopefully he's listening to this podcast. Can we just flick him this podcast? <laughs> well, I was going to say, oh, you know, a couple of our mates are bringing dogs. <laughs> All of my mates are bringing pit bulls that eat kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. All right, today on the show, we've got all the sports to discuss. The Ashes, Wimbledon, Rugby League, AFL. There's heaps. There's so much on. Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home, and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute. And sadly, in Australia... Around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now you can increase your chances of survival with Cellaid, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a Cellaid. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your Cellaid at cellaid.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D.io. Okay, having a look at day one of this third test in the Ashes, it was a massive day, Shad. Yeah, 13 wickets fell, Australia all out for 263, but Mitch Marsh, he's in the... Oh, my God. Is it top five? Is he number four, fourth quickest or second quickest? Yeah, something like that. It was 103 balls for the century. Amazing job. Unbelievable stuff. Uh, I tell you, we mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but it is delivering, is it? It's the second fastest, second fastest test. It says 102 balls for him to hit that century off uh, against England in Leeds 2023. It looks great. That's the quickest one since, I don't know, the stat I'm reading right now, whoever wrote in the date on this article stuffed it because they've written 19012. So I'm, I'm guessing it's supposed to be either 1912 or 1901. <laughs> I, I was thinking um, it wasn't looking that great for Australia, but 13 wickets fell yesterday. They've already lost three wickets. Yeah, no. So it's not not so bad. Yeah, I think so. I think when it's, when everything's been falling so quickly. Um, I mean, it's, it's so funny as well hearing um, the boos coming from the – like, I mean, it was always going to happen, which I'm excited. I like that there's a bit of fire there. But when Kerry came out there – 
and the uh, the locals just giving it to him when he got up to the crease. And they got whatever they wanted. He got out a bit cheaply uh, and they were super stoked about it. But the theatre of this Ashes has been fantastic. Oh, I love it. So I just want to say I actually notice the sound when I watch a, a, an overseas mm. broadcast. It's very different to Australian sound, being mm-hmm. a sound nerd. It almost feels like they have their own mix for it, if that makes sense. Like it's, yeah, I don't know, there's something beautiful about those boos. I'd be interested to look at that though because I know that in other live sporting events, um, you know, they, they'll often put a mic pointing towards the fan stand. Yeah, yeah, you generally have it, it will have its own track. But mm. this feels like it has its own mix and compression and oh, something. T- you reckon they've got a sound guy dedicated to the Barmy yes. Army? Yes, I do. <laughs> they've got their own I producer. <laughs> hey, shall we have a look at the tennis? Some big names played at Wimbledon yesterday oh. slash last night. Rude. Lost oh. to England's Liam Brody. Yeah, this is crazy. Brody got a wild card into the uh, into Wimbledon and has managed to knock off one of the top seeds to fall for the day. Actually, wow! In Casper Ruud would have been one that you would have thought was a safe bet to get into the quarters or be at the uh, semis. Yeah, but he's not the only one that's um, a little bit wild o- overnight in the men's draw because another top seed was uh, eliminated as well. And another top seed is on the verge of being eliminated the, this evening if all goes to plan at the moment. Uh, Sitsipas is currently two sets down against Andy Murray at Wimbledon. Yeah. Look at that. They wouldn't put him on the mural, but he's about to possibly knock off one of the top seeds and, or dare I say, a top four favourite for the actual tournament. Uh, at the moment, he is up uh, two sets to one. They play was suspended because of a curfew uh, that you informed me of Dan, I wasn't aware that they had a curfew in effect. Yeah, it's 11pm. So potentially you could see Rude, the number four seed, be eliminated and the number five seed, Sitsipas, be eliminated along with Fritz, the ninth seed, also eliminated in play last night. Three of the top ten gone. Uh, it's quite a surprising evening early. Second round for this type of stuff to happen is pretty wild. I don't know why, but I'd like to see Andy Murray make it to the final and it's, 100%. It's purely just because he wasn't in the mural. <laughs> oh, and he'll say something too, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Like he's cheeky like that, Andy Murray. Um, I, I was like, I'll, I'll admit it, I was a massive Murray fan during his his rise. I was I was more of a Fed Joker fanboy. Sure. But um, I, I loved, I've loved that he's managed to come back and just be a part of tennis for the last couple of after after like basically retiring mm. from injuries. Mm. To now be competitive and to do it on the on the um, the hallowed turf of Wimbledon um, is spectacular. Some other Aussies in the men's draw playing today. Demon up against Berrettini, which is not going to be a, a walkover. I feel uh, against the Italian. Uh, Kubler's playing as well against twenty fifth seed Jerry uh, O'Connell. Also playing in today's play. Women's draw. Not as many upsets as I would have expected in the women's draw. Usually you, you see people kind of tumble throughout the women's draw, but it all seems to be going put to plan. Pagula just dominating straight sets win, getting through. Rybacknia had a little bit of trouble in the second, but got herself through as well. I'm a big Rybacknia fan. Rybacknia? Yeah, I say Rybacknia. So it sounds right. like she's got back acne. Is yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, I think I don't know. I don't know why. I just can't get over saying it that way. But I think she was great. I've, I kind of annoyed me that she didn't put up much of a fight against um, Iger in the in one of those Grand Slam finals early last year. But I, I really rate her. Yeah, I, I like watching her play. I think it's awesome. So oh, I love Wimbledon. Love tennis, mate. So good. All right, and quick one. The odds are definitely stacked at the TAB against 
the Wallabies this weekend in their South African match. Yeah, 290 against South Africa. Um, look, I don't know how I feel about the Wallabies heading into this World Cup year. I've got bad feelings. Is it a good value bet? Is it a good value bet? I don't think bet? so. Hasn't Australia not won in Pretoria for like ever or something? <laughs> like, yeah, but we've got, we've got Eddie. We've got the secret weapon. Australia's winning record in South Africa is 21%. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That's why we're $2.90 at the mm. moment. We haven't won a test there since 2011. There you go. We're right. So maybe you're right, Eddie. Might be the secret source. He wasn't there then either, I don't think. <laughs> so, no, he hasn't been around for since the early Since early the early 2000s. 2000s. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't really like our chances, if I'm being honest. 21.3% is abysmal. Yeah, that's so that's bad. bad. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be talking UFC, AFL, NRL in just a tip. For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created. Packed with protein and low in sugar, it's sure to keep you full throughout the day, not to mention it's only $2.49 a meal. Over half a million Aussie guys have lost weight the Manshake way. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. UFC 290 this weekend in Las Vegas. Shad, you excited? Mate, I'm pumped for this. We've booked a table um, at my mate's pub, Caxton Street Brewing Co. at the top of Caxton Street. If you're interested in going along, it's a great spot. Have you all got Band-Aids to um, put on your cheeks? I saw this to, little scratch from To get the on Volk. the Volk train. That's a little bit of a worry, though. Yeah, yeah, I was like a bit of a creative striker. You might get busted open early, which would be a worry for Volk. But, um, like, look, Volk's uh, many consider the, the pound for pound. I think he is still at the top of the list, too. Pound for pound, best fighter in the world. Um, I'm excited about this because, you know, I love seeing Volk fight. Whitaker is on the undercard as well against Duplice. Duplice. How do you say it? Duplessis? Something like that. Duplessis. Duplessis, uh, South African. Um, so look at that. Aussie's taking on South Africans all over the place at the moment on the weekend. But uh, the interesting thing about that Whitaker fight is the winner of that, you would assume, is the next up against Israel Adesanya. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone saying Duplessis is the one that people want to see. Uh, fight Izzy, and then obviously we've seen Whitaker have a couple of cracks at Izzy and fail, so it'll be interesting to see if UFC even wants that kind of fight to even take place. The Volk one, he's uh, he's the champ. Obviously, Yar's holding an interim title because of the fight against Islam Makhachev, but what I also love in the lead-up to this fight is that Volk has said that after this fight he'll be exercising his rematch clause against uh, Islam Makhachev, which means... We will see the second bout of that. And what I'm fascinated about about this card is, you know, this is UFC 290. We're in July. The Mm. Sydney UFC is in September. Now, the biggest Australian names are on this card. They're not going to turn around and fight. No, no, no. That's that's, yeah. I think we actually already spoke about this. It's it's unlike Volk won't be um, fighting in Sydney. No Mm. way. So then it makes you wonder. What's the card yeah. in Sydney going to be? I have no idea, yeah. but I know that um, it's it's been said that he'll do this fight. Then his next fight will be in Las Vegas again for Australia Week uh, when the NRL starts next year. Oh, hectic! So that might be when they do the uh, Marchev rematch. 
Well, let's let's hope. We'll which see. would be really exciting. But uh, I think it's it's a great card this weekend. Volcon there. It's always good to be able to watch UFC. And there's three Aussies actually on the card as well. So it's going to be a great weekend of fighting, my friend. Um, of me wincing and looking away from the TV a lot of the time. Swans played <laughs> Richmond Tigers last night. A very tight game. And uh, apparently, Richmond youngster Jacob Bauer has broken an unwanted record for the fastest debutante substitution in AFL history. Look, I think it's a you know, Swans going down, by the way, 88-75 in what could have been Buddy's last game at the MCG. But, uh, yeah, this is interesting. I, I don't like that they've, like, drawn a long bow to give him this yeah. this title, but the poor bloke gets subbed in uh, around about the ninth or eighth minute or so, uh, and he gets out there and it looks like he just does his hamstring about uh, what, after two kicks. Apparently here he did um, two kicks at 10% efficiency uh, and was on the ground for three minutes and 48 seconds doing his hamstring, basically one one on. When you think of how big the AFL yeah. pitch is and they're kicking around and he's taking two kicks, I mean, that's a pretty quick time to be on the field for. I feel for the guy doing your hamstring that quickly and on debut is a bummer. Um, earliest substitution on a debut since 2014. Don't add the stat, I feel. Yeah, Salt into it the is. And the it, what if it's the end of his career <laughs> as well? Like, Because then he's basically got to wear the mark of that title. Yeah. You feel for him because it's like you finally get there, you've you've worked hard, you get out there, and then your body betraying you that quickly into a match would be devastating. But people have come hey, back can, from You know, there's a story that floats fun. around my family, and, you know, with family stories, you never know how true they are. But the story goes that my granddad played one game for Collingwood and he broke his leg and then never played again. Oh. So... I wonder how much quicker or slower he was than old mate Jacob Bauer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like yours may never even have gone out there. It's just an old wives' tale, mate. No, <laughs> I, I, he probably did because all of that side of the family have won stall gifts and that sort of stuff. So yeah, 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 there's, yeah. there's some sport there. <laughs> all right, let's have a look at the NRL. I believe we made a bet yesterday. I can't, can you remind me what it was? Uh, yeah, you. we had a bet 10 bucks that the uh, Sharkies would win. I had double money on Tigers. You'd give me double the money. Yeah, uh, I'll tell right. you what, it, it, the, the Tigers were keeping it competitive until about the last, what, 20 minutes or so? Uh, yeah. And then it was just one-way traffic. Uh, so, yes, congratulations on the win. I will say this, though. I feel for Nico Hines. What a tough couple of weeks he's had. He's played great footy. Uh, he was in the New South Wales saga, put out a position. We all know that story. Didn't get his call up. And then last night, scores a great try uh, and then does one of the great try celebrations at the end, puts the ball down, takes his shoe off, does a shoey as a try celebration, and then it is pulled back for no try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a fizzler. That's a shame. Um, poor dude. Uh, but yeah, the uh, Tigers still looking woeful. Tim Sheen's actually alluding to in the poster as well the fact that the hirings of recruitment and stuff took him by surprise. And I'll tell you what, how not to run a club um, brought to you by the Tigers, yeah. the Dragons, and to be honest, the Titans, who are also staring down the barrel of Tino Fa'asua Malawi's manager is going to be looking at the options um, because of the clauses in their contract about them sacking Holbrook out of nowhere. They could end up without their biggest, best player, who's currently in origin camp and is one of the best rep forwards going around. And, uh, you know, you already know that Ricky's men are already offering him a heap of money. I don't know if he'll leave the beaches for the snowy coldness of Canberra, but... Yeah, man, some of these clubs are really have no idea what the fuck they're doing, do they? 
<laughs> I don't know. I always think there's just too many cooks. I, yeah. I don't actually know the ins and outs. But I was going to say uh, we would we started in uh, in with Tigers versus Sharks in Leichhardt or mm-hmm. sorry Parramatta, uh, and somehow ended up in Canberra. But we were talking disallowed tries. The Tigers actually had quite a bit of momentum until their try was disallowed. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't want to buy into. I th- yeah, like look, it was tight. Let's just give the Tigers the fact that it was tight. Okay, they actually hey, were able to score some points. <laughs> are we going to make another bet? I believe uh, the Warriors are playing Parramatta this weekend. They are uh, your the, team. Are you going to back your team? Of course, I'm going to back my team. The Warriors playing Parramatta. You know what? The Warriors and Parramatta. I mean, my whole time going going for the Warriors. The Parramatta Warriors games. I feel like were always pretty exciting games. Um, yeah. So I feel like this would be an interesting matchup. The only thing for Parramatta is, though, they're missing Mitchell Moses. Um, Regan Campbell-Gillard's out as well. Uh, but the Warriors could be potentially without Sean Johnson for this game because his partner is uh, due to give birth to his next child. Oh, congratulations, mate. he could potentially be staying in New Zealand, obviously, to be there for the birth of his child. Uh, so they've added Volkman, who did, he actually played quite well for the Warriors earlier in the season, broke his finger scoring that try like sideways um, and kept playing the rest of the game. He is now looking likely to take up that halves spot if um, if Johnson's partner looks like should be going into labour across the weekend. So you kind of got two understrength sides. I mean, Johnson's a key part of this Warriors revival. Mm. So I wonder how that's going to go. I like Metcalf, um, the young Aussie there. Who has had a he's had a bad run of injuries early in his career. He really popped in the nines many years ago, real quick. And he's like really taken over that number six jersey alongside SJ. So it'll be interesting to see how him and Volkman match up if that's how it ends up against Parramatta. But I'm back in the wires all the way, baby. And so what's the bet? We'll just do the same. Tenor on it. Okay, tenor. Tanner, done. You beauty, locked in. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yes, LAED, the world's smallest defibrillator. We'll be back Monday with your daily dose of sport. <laughs> we'll see you then. Hi, it's David Poir here, host of the Employability Podcast. We have a new season of episodes for you to listen to. So if you're someone starting out in your professional career and looking for a way to get ahead in the corporate world, tune in. On the pod, we talk to a bunch of people from diverse backgrounds who have navigated their way to successful careers here in Australia. Find the Employability Podcast on any podcast app and click to follow.